And welcome, welcome, welcome to part two, three, four. I don't know what part two. it is. Welcome to Veterans Day Monday special edition of the Brooklyn Cafe. Welcome to South Florida, all our friends in Atlanta, Chicago, New York. Thank you for writing in and saying good morning. Good morning. People actually enjoy Chelsea on the set today. <laughs> Hi, Grandma. Hi, Grandma. There you go. It's like, Is that Hi, what Mom. it is? You know, most people go, Hi, Mom. Uh-huh. You go, now you got to go to Hi, Grandma. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got, a fan <laughs> club? Because right I'm right here. There you have it. You got a fan club. And today, also, I just want to let people know that me and not my son, Gio, but the other Gio, the intern Gio, worked all weekend on the podcast show. And we added new shows to the podcast. I saw you posted that. Yep. And, um, and we're going to come out with a, a different version of this podcast where we're going to offer you an opportunity to advertise with us on the podcast channel. Right now, we take everybody. We take our stuff and put it in there. But we're going to separate it a little bit um, because we see that the hits that we're getting is like territorial. It's like, I don't know, for some reason. What does that mean? Well, a lot of people in Chicago like watching us more than they do in Texas. I don't know what it means. Really? Well, it's like anything else. It's like they watch us in Kenya. Well, who would think people would be watching us in Kenya? There's one guy. The only guy with a computer in Kenya is watching. Okay, but think how funny that is, which That's is why OTT is. is so amazing, right? Yeah. So they can watch us anywhere. That's right. Sorry, Paula. Good save. <laughs> so anyway, so you can check that out. Also, care, sharing is caring. If you're watching today's show, do me a favor and share it out. Yeah, I thought Steve was coming. He's supposed to be here at 1. Okay. Steve will be in the house. Talk about caring and sharing. We'll see what's going on with that. See how that works out. And I asked him to bring the owner of the bus service. Okay, Heath. I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen, but we will see. All right, I think we got Airbiotics coming at one. Our brunch half hour with Ned the artist. If you're wondering who Ned was, Ned is an artist that is making us a three-dimensional Brooklyn bridge to hang in our studio. So he comes on once a week, and we talk about lunch and art. And today, since a lot of schools are closed for Veterans Day, my daughter's an art teacher, and she decided to join us on the set. So we're talking art, which is so great because Anka, I think the only reason she really came was to see you again. Aww. Because she was so, see? <laughs> no denial now, there. What is her name? Anka. Anka. A-N-C-A. Anka. Anka. That's different. Do you dress like this all the time? Just for get, art get shows closer to special, the mic. special events. Move out to the mic so we can hear you. So just for art shows and special events. So those events. earrings, did you make them? No, one of my good friends makes them in Wynwood, and I'm obsessed with them, so I have like 50 pairs. Those are awesome. Oh, yeah, those are unbelievable. They're amazing, right? They mm-hmm. are. If they speak, I'm out of here. I love those earrings. And a couple weeks ago, Chelsea and I were walking around Fort Lauderdale. That was What was it called? Um, Flagler Art Walk. Flagler Art Walk, which is an area in Fort Lauderdale that 20 years ago when I grew up there, you would have never, <laughs> ever walked along Sistrunk Avenue at night as a woman no one would have been on there. And now they've totally been redeveloped in this beautiful art walk. There's restaurants and galleries. I know, and, I, of I course, looked... the first stop we stopped <laughs> in while we were waiting for my parents to join us was Anka's booth. And I don't know, I spent maybe an hour there deciding on which one to buy. <laughs> and then I had to buy one. I had to buy one for my daughter. And then I had to get a phone case. And then, of course, I said, well, now you have to come on the show. Look at the phone case. So you got a phone case? Got a what phone you, case. Where'd you get the thing in the back? Amazon. <laughs> but a phone case, the big bag I have with that woman on it and then the pop art. And I thought it was just so fascinating what you create. Thank you. And she texted me yesterday. She said, um, or Saturday, she said, can I reschedule? I've sold out all my bags at Wynwood, <laughs> and I still have to do Lincoln Road on Sunday. And I said, no, we can't cancel. 
you'll come on and then we'll bring you back on when you've got more art to show. So when did you, how did you come up with more art? Did you do this well, overnight? I, I had these ones, but I sold the best ones, so I wanted to bring a little bit of... You mean the better ones? Yes, they were. That's why they're all gone. So really? They're the best ones that I have for the moment. I gotta tell you something. In the 70s and 80s, this was huge. Mm -hmm. Huge. You remember the, that? The 80s colors. It's yeah. like neon bright colors, especially the pink and the green. The pink and yeah. the green, yeah. 78 and through the 80s, this was the in thing. But they used mm -hmm. to do this not only on, on, on handbags, they did it on pants and shirts yeah. and everything else. You know how Ned talked about Andy Warhol and the soup cans? Oh. Anka actually did a bag with the Campbell soup yeah. can on it. Really? Which she didn't bring. So it was I all about. <laughs> of course. Of course she did. So she said, ever since we came by the booth, she sold out of everything. We were her first <laughs> sale that day. I said, I told you that was going to happen. And the amazing thing is that if you go throwback days of things from yesteryear mm -hmm. like the arches and things and you put that on a purse they're gonna go like this you won't be able to keep them on the shelf i know but that's a good thing it makes so many people happy with my purses and my art that it makes me really happy when now where do you get the purses from i get them from suppliers wholesale suppliers from china and new york okay so you're just using any type of handbag mm -hmm. i guess it's the art on it and then on the big one then chelsea explained to me the artwork and well the, the one that i bought right it has now this, this would be that would be her face, and she yes. is inspired by Roy Lichtenstein. And right. then there was the big handle on it, which you said was, see the embroidered handle? Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. What I liked about, do you have your bag with you? It's in the closet, yeah. Uh -huh. What I liked is that it merged a lot of different styles of art. So this reminded me of kente cloth, mm -hmm. which is a traditional African weaving piece of art. And then for you, it had the unicorn. Right, so the big ones have all the different colored yeah. unicorns. So it had the kente cloth, the unicorn, the Roy Lichtenstein, the pop art. You yeah. put all these different art forms together yeah. that make, oh, thank you. There that you makes sense, but this is like my walking suitcase. Jesus, Aww. that thing is like heavy. I know, be careful. It's it's 400 bag, pounds. So that's great and the it. scarf. The scarf is very Right, new. and then here's the scarf, yeah. and the kente cloth. And then it came with the pink unicorn. The pink mm -hmm. unicorn. <laughs> right? How could you not buy that? I was going to buy the small one, but as you see, it's a suitcase here. So I needed the big one. And it brings it all together. So I'm going to ask you a favor. I need a super bag. Okay. Big bag. And I need you to somehow put the words, what's in your bag. That's easy. And then the rest of it can be... Like a tote. Okay. A tote, yeah. I don't like, like a big tote bag. Yeah, it's a new segment mm -hmm. we're going to work on. We're going to incorporate in what we're going to be doing with Paula and the advertising, what's in your bag, and then the different products, the different mm -hmm. sponsors' products, right? Almost like the old let's make a right, deal. Right, right. Yeah, pull it out, what's in your bag? And Freddie goes, oh, Dawn, what's in your bag today? Right. And we have a Pepsi Cola bottle or, or, you know, or the putting me on, whatever it is, right. comes out of the bag at our branding bar, and it be able to do our product placement with it. And we're going to that's a good idea. Deal or no deal. Right? Or deal or no deal. Do you like that? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we're, gonna, we're not going to do it from here. We're going to offset. There's going to be okay. cameras and stuff set up over there. And there's a coffee bar that's coming. It has a, it has a chimney. Ah, okay. A For chimney? Reason, like a chimney. chimney cricket? Yeah, like a chimney. <laughs> but it's going to be a branding <laughs> bar on there. And it's going to be all mic'd up. And it's, gonna, it's what? Chimney cricket. Chimney cricket. Okay. Like I tell you, the share brain. But the, <laughs> object, the object of the game is what's in your bag, has to, it has to be explosive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's really strange because you are explosive. When you walk in, I just wondered, does she dress like this all the time? You're walking art. Just for art events and when I'm talking about artworks and uh, when I'm doing art shows. How many years have you been doing that? 
I've been painting professionally for 10 years now. And how long have you been doing this type The bags? Of? For only two years. I actually just started my company a couple of months ago, Custom Bag Designs. So that's a new one. I had uh, brush cases before, which was my iPhone case business. And I moved on from that to bags. It's a little more fun and exciting. The hardest thing really was to choose. Mm-hmm. She did you have a hard time. Right? You can't just choose one. Do you remember I went to the Delray Art Show and I met Stacy Mandel and she has yes. evolved her artwork. Yeah. Sometimes when you go, there's someone resonates with mm-hmm. you and there's so many artists, but there could be just one person. And, and Chelsea, probably because I know your love of pop art. Mm-hmm. And that probably was part of what drew us there. I had one Saturday night I spent with my daughter, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. And so we got to walk around and do all, it was so hot. It's we were supposed hot. to get a cold front, so I put on a sweater. It's coming. <laughs> It's coming. That was three weeks ago. It's I coming. Was really hot. Take it easy. When you went up north, you got cold. <laughs> it was really hot. Now, Chelsea, is also your background is really deep on, I mean, you understand different textures. You understand, you've studied this for years, yes? Yes. That's the part, and I never understood this, and I ask your mother all the time, I never understood why you didn't open up Chelsea's store. Ask Chelsea. A store? Yeah. A whole store. No, a half a store. Like it's going to be store. one store and then like, like, like a half a store. Like like an, a booth at an art fair or like a store, like a building? Well, let's talk about store and then we work backwards. If it's a pop-up booth, then so be it. But a store, yes, a store with your name. I honestly don't think I have enough inventory. Yes, you do. I can help you market Thank one. you. You are among people of strength here today. <laughs> what is the black bag in front of you? Is it, no, Chelsea on the table in front of you. Oh, she what definitely is that? that painting. What this is, is Girl with a Pearl Earring by Vermeer. Uh, let me see. <laughs> I knew you would know that one. Ah, wow. Was a movie this with is Scarlett Johansson. Th- this is hilarious. She knows your bags. Of course. On top of you knowing your bags, That's she knows your bags. me so much about her. This is, like, <laughs> this is like a ventriloquist act here. And what's the pink one this in the front? Yeah, I just can't <clears> see him from <throat> here. It was a Lichtenstein, too. Mm-hmm. And this red one? It's the same version, but in a different color. Okay. Like how, the sunrise. They were discussing the sunrise. sunrise. How long does it take That's you to the do? Sunset. This is the. They vary. Uh-huh. Sometimes it takes me half an hour. Sometimes two weeks, depending on the. Detail. Really? Wow, that's a big difference. Chanel, I know, loved my bag when I was in here. And someone else, I forget. I think Janice. She said, "Were you at Sunfest?" Yes, I'm always at Sunfest. It's one of my favorite shows. She does Sunfest, Winwood. There's a lot of people that we know there. that are going to want these bags. You know that, right? Now, the other question, now, on the other side of Midnight, right, you have product, and then selling it correctly, which is the essence of business. I mean, you can have, Da Vinci wasn't Da Vinci until he died, pretty much, right? And I know nothing about art, so if you want to correct me, you can. But if you have a product, and you want to place the product, and you want, you have a calling for it, and this is why you're here, is I want you to express to people how important it is to have something that actually works. Um, well... You have first of all, you have to do things you love, right? And mm-hmm. that's something that you're doing. That's like the first thing. Um, and then figure out who's your segment. You know, your target market. You know, mm-hmm. for you, it's artsy people. Yes. Not not just people who like bags, but people who like art too, like you and your daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's one. And then how are you going to approach that marketing? How are you going to advertise it as well? So those three things are important. Well, I know somebody, a female who's young. That Hello. if she would love if I got one of these bags for her. I don't know anything about a bag. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. But, you know, she's about 13, I think. And if I were to get it for her birthday or something, give it to her. 
she would love it. Love it. Right. And I don't know anything about purses. I know nothing about, but I think it's really unique. Mm -hmm. Right? So your demographic can be people who want to give out gifts. Exactly. It can be Christmas. Christmas is coming. You know, all those little hints. Well, this is the perfect time. Hi, Flip says he's Flip from the Philippines. Hi, Flip from the Philippines. <laughs> flip? From flip. The, flip. Flip from flippy. the Philippines. Hey, Flippy. But that's the beauty of what we're working on with Paula is this OTT. Now, what the hell is OTT for those of you that don't know what it is? So, you know what it is, actually. It's uh, platforms like Spotify, uh, Roku, Hulu, and Netflix. So, it's, it's, uh, it's short for over the top. And that is uh, things that are streamed over the internet as opposed to a regular broadcast system, whether it be... Um, Clear Channel, which is now iHeartRadio, or, you know, like ABC, NBC, CBS, and all the other ones. But so those are audio. You're talking about video, audio, or both? Both. Both. For example, Spotify is more audio. Audio. And Netflix is visual and all that stuff, video as well. So the streaming along the social media channels or other things, right, like Netflix and stuff like exactly. that, you're talking about taking these the, the product and putting the commercial spots in there. It's like a little bit what YouTube does, isn't it? It's similar to, yeah, I mean, they're OTT. They're over the, over the top as well, over the internet. Um, they're not on anything on any ABC or anything of that nature. So yes, it will be considered OTT as well. Now, I got the luxury of watching a show yesterday that a gentleman, um, and it's a sad story, but I'm not gonna go into that, but he, he introduced Linda to watch this video and I watched it. And it's a platform that streams. It's an OTT, it streams it. And they put commercials in the platform because every 15 minutes it plays another two, two three commercials, but they're like short bits. And, and that's what they're trying to go for. You know? So that's an OTT market. Yes, yes. And you can put it on. You can, that's the beauty. You can do any, anything you want. You can advertise or market any product any way you want. I mean, you can do a show about a product, or you can do only five seconds, just like YouTube, you know, when you go on there and you watch a video. As long as five seconds yeah. ever to get to the video you want to watch, yeah. And you, mm -hmm. want to, and you can skip it after five seconds. But this is the part I didn't understand until yesterday, and I kept asking people, and nobody had an answer for me. We put it on our AT&T, or Hotwire. You have to put it on the server. So you have to say, it gives you all these choices of which way you could put it on. So let's say that I want to have the purses as part of the commercial of the show, right, the Brooklyn Cafe. It has choices like AT&T, Hotwire, and I guess you have to go into that. I'm not sure here. what the background, the back end of the, your technical you know, areas are, um, so I'm not equipped to answer that. But usually in OTT, you control Everything. Right. So I don't know what platform you're using for the. Back well, there was somebody that I found. But I was for just our show, yeah. our show will stay streaming the way our show streams when we start incorporating different platforms. We could still do a 10-second spot for a bag. I can like be walking in and put my bag on the per on the table and go, "What a day, Freddie! I'm sorry, yeah, I'm late." Gonna, and there goes my bag. We're gonna up the game. But it can be something like that, just a quick product placement. So, but you guys have control of that, right? Right. Yes. Okay, so that's even better. Um, what is the shortest um, ad that you guys usually ha usually have 30 seconds okay you can do 15s you can do 10s you can do s you can speak you know, today's okay. product is and then you can do in in show. in show right like we'll right. say you know today's show is brought to you by airbiotics right. probiotics mm -hmm. okay. for your environment well i start taking my essentials which i think i should be doing anyway. did, yeah as a matter of fact that spot when we did that last week yes. was one of the top rated posts that we had 
was this show sponsored by Essentials. It was just that little mm -hmm. post that I made. All over Instagram blew up. Yes, because people should get their in And then people took it who are part of Essentials, <clears throat> and then they shared it out. That's right. And they took it, and they cut it, and they snipped it. That's exactly what they did. All right, let's take a quick commercial break. When we come back, more with pop art artists. We're going to do a little chit-chat with you and what you're doing, because I think it's fascinating. And some advertising product placement. We'll be right back. I got my belt. <laughs> and we're back at the Brooklyn Cafe on an Art Monday we got going on here. We've got our coffee. You know, we have to get this to Paul, as a matter of fact. You're going to so take who? all this coffee back? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. You want it in bean or in ground? Let me see. Um, ground. I have both. Ground is fine? We have organic ground. So, I don't drink coffee. Yeah, but you can I use it I retired when a... I was 15. <laughs> you retired coffee at 15? That's about when we were just starting. Um, but my mother loves, loves it. I'll try it, though. Okay. You got to have a cup with mom. Cup of coffee with mom. You segment, saw the new bags, right? Mm -hmm. Segment is brought to you by... Brooklyn Cafe Coffee. When Don, is he coming on, by the Don way? Pablo is away. He says he's coming back. You know, every time I tell him come on down, he leaves. Burke Brands. So thank you, Burke Brands. For cre they created this unbelievable bag for us. Everyone says how to get coffee. Troy, we'll get this out to you. You can order your coffee as well. You can text CAFE to 80800, and we will get that out, right out to you. Our hearts are in, so we've got that going. Hold hope in your hands. Those just came in, and those are going to be paying those Hope tokens forward. You know, we just got those in yesterday, and they're just amazing. We got a hundred of our hold hope in your hand tokens. So one side says the Brooklyn Cafe show, and the other side says sparkle, hope, dream. And it has a number. It has a number. So you take that number, and you're going to be able to track it, and you hold you're hope in your hands. You're going to register the number on our website, and then you're going to give it, push it forward. When you're ready when you to want. pay it forward, you just pay it forward. And then they register it. We want to know where the card, where the token ends up. And every month we're going to pick a winner, which we're going to send them coffee or some other thing that we have back there. And we're going to call them. So if you, it's an optional phone number or email, and we're going to contact with you as the one that gets moved the most is the one who's going to win it. There you have it. And we're just talking to Paula. She lives in San Francisco. What's going on in California is so heartbreaking. Devastating. It oh is. My gosh. And it's, uh, the um, fire really spread so quickly. I mean, I, I think the death toll is around... 35 right now so and the air quality for uh, I told my mother who's watching my kids right now not to let them out Is there, are you close to the flames uh, four hours away, but you, it's like if it was right there really yeah Wow. Yeah. Now California seems to be going through all these fires. I heard now that there's something called the campfire This, this is the fire. one that I'm talking about the yeah. campfire. Yeah, which is about four hours from me And, and what they, they, they the problem is that they're gonna get 70 mile an hour winds Oh, and they yeah. contained it by 75% today, and then the winds now are kicking up. Yeah. And it's another issue. That's, that's what usually happens. Last year, we had um, the Napa Valley fires, and um, a lot of people lost their homes. And so every year we have something, because it, we, we went through a drought um, for a few years, and it's gotten better, but it's still there. So we it's have to so worry about devastating. it all the time. Yeah. You saw, I was listening today that there was a woman in her car and stuck in traffic, and she said, I'm just going to die in the flame. I get the oh chills gosh. thinking about it. And her husband, I guess, was on the phone with her and says, just get out of your car, leave your car, and just run and go. And she ran and ran until a first responder, they found her. But he, they basically said, get out of your car, leave your car. It does not matter. Your life and your safety, my, my gosh, yeah, my arm, your life and your safety has to come but first. What happens is that you see your house going up in flame. Everybody wants to try to save it. 
You can't save it. You just got to go. That's your whole life. Yeah. Can you imagine? Your whole life goes whoop, up in smoke. But it's, it's your life, right? Yourself and go. Your kids, yourself, your pets, and, and just go. How come we can't build a pipe? I mean, there's too much water in certain states, right? Well, think about California. That's too many. There's, it's mm -hmm. overpopulated. Too many people there. It's oh, everyone. Like for example, if you go to San Francisco, about maybe 60, 70% are not locals. All the locals are leaving. Even when I do events, who's a local? And I rate like three of us. So who's moving in? New York, Pennsylvania. It's always I mean, every, New Yorker. You ever Texas. notice? They always blame the New Yorkers. <laughs> everywhere I go. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's everyone from everywhere. Are you from California? Yeah, I grew up there. Originally? No, El Salvador. I was ah, born there. I came okay. here when I was, I was seven. And has it changed in, what, 30 years of your life? Yeah, it's totally Is it changed. better or worse? For the locals, it's not, because things have changed a lot. Um, buildings are new, things like that. The tech companies have taken over everything. A lot of millennials? My oh, yeah, for sure. So you would do real good in California. Would I? You would. From Long Island, why not? From yeah. Long Island. <laughs> Jackie Birch, where are you? From Long Island. I know her and Jackie would drive me nuts. <laughs> I used to have your accent. And I traded it in because Puerto Rican one. That I have an accent. You do. Talk into the mic so we can hear. Can we tell you have an accent? Yeah, you talk like Jackie. I have an accent. Say, <laughs> say coffee. Coffee. Talk. Uh -huh. Talk. She sounds just like Jackie, right? You know. Everyone said I lost my accent. You kind of did. Where'd you lose it? Get a mic because we can't hear you. you <laughs> we can't hear your accent without a where, mic. Where, where did you lose it? Here, because I'm from Long Island, obviously. But, but everyone says that I lost my what accent. What part of Long Island are you from? Uh, Nassau. And where are you from? Nassau County. Yeah, we grew up same in the same town. We're like two blocks away. Yep. Really? And you're down here visiting? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You like it? I love it. This is the first time she's visited me down here in five years. Yeah. I've lived here for five years, and this is her first time finally coming. So well, I was a college athlete, so I couldn't yeah, take any time her. off. In you college. were a college athlete. Yeah. What kind of athlete were you? Um, I played softball. Really? What position? Um, outfield, center field. Were you good? We went to the World really Series good. two times. What school was this? Um, Delphi University in Long I know Island. Delphi, I know Delphi very well. I took some classes there. <laughs> wow. And yeah. you were, what, a center fielder? Um, outfield. I play, yeah, outfield. I played, there were three uh, positions <laughs> in the outfield. I was like left out. I was gone. There was no sports in my <laughs> you were the back. You were the scorekeeper, and I know why you did that. Yeah. yeah. What position did you play? Um, primarily left field, but I had some time in right and center. Yeah. Well, you have a gun, center. then. You have a good arm. Yeah, back in the day. I don't play anymore. Back in the day. Back in the day. She, I know, like two years ago. She's 21, <laughs> back in the day. It's a day over there. Do you know I used to coach Bronx Community College female softball? Boston? Fast pitch. Bronx Community, oh, the Bronx. Bronx. Oh, cool. I used to coach there for two years. Very nice. You want to hear a story? Yeah. The coach, the manager, <laughs> he funny. quit and left. So I was dating one of the girls on the team. Yeah. So I decided okay. to coach the team. Yeah. So there were these paychecks they kept sending on the field in his name. So I just put them in a big box because I didn't want to cash them because they would have found out the gig is ugly. So I just, just kept them in a box. And I coached that team for two years. And I took them to the playoffs two years in a row. Wow. And never cashed the checks. And never cashed the checks. <laughs> That's how they found me out. That's how they found me out. That's so funny. so funny. Uncle, where are you from? I'm from Romania. Romania? Mm hmm like the country Romania? The country Romania, yes. Wow. How long have you been here? Uh, 20 years now. 20? I mean, you're 20 a years. You're in Florida? 
Uh, actually, I used to be a New Yorker before Florida. Of course you were. Everyone That's comes to the gateway of New York. Exactly. Where did you, yeah, where were in you, New York. where in New York? In the West Village, my favorite oh, part. Nice. Oh, <laughs> well, there I you know. have it, right? I it makes perfect sense. You went to NYU? Uh, no, I actually went to Berkeley College and studied international Berkeley business Berkeley College? <laughs> Yeah, Being in the so village, you didn't go to NYU? No, they gave me a full scholarship at Berkeley College. So and you I studied have, business? I did study business. And does it help you with what you're doing now? It does help me a lot, actually, because I started in the art galleries in New York with my big paintings. And then when I moved to Miami five years ago, I started my first business, and now I'm starting my second business. So. What brought you to Miami? And don't tell me a guy, please. The sun. <laughs> the sun? The weather. I was tired of being cold. Yeah, in the snow. Oh. It's just after... From Romania, she had tired of being cold. Do you, still, <laughs> do you still speak Romanian? Like I said. <laughs> you got that ready? That's pretty good. Maybe we should do a commercial in... Is it, what is it called? Romanian or Slavic? What's it it's called? It's Romanian. It's actually the closest live language to Latin. So it sounds very much like Italian and Spanish. Really? So because I didn't understand a word of that, yeah, baby. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> and I'm Latino all Russian. the way. <laughs> I didn't get that. But or that maybe just slower, slower. <laughs> yes, of course. Unbelievable. Look at you get a whole essence of what's going on. But you on. know, you talk about art and business, right? Mm -hmm. So no one would ever they look at you and go, oh, an artist, and she paints at pop-up shops, right? We've had this conversation about mm -hmm. when your kids want to go to art school and they don't want to be do international business or a lawyer or a doctor. And you go, and you want them to love, as Paula mm -hmm. says, love what you do, right? That's the first thing. Well, I worked in the art business. Well, uh, right. Yeah. But you have to have the business side on the mm -hmm. art as well, because you can create as all you want, but if, exactly. if you can't get your product out, or you don't know how to keep your books and run your business. So funny. If you can't sell it, yeah. then it's no point. Well, let me ask yeah. you a question, now that you brought, you've opened up Pandora's box. I always do. <laughs> Artists that sing or paint, they have to go through a lot to get recognized, right? Oh, yeah. I actually so this come from the music industry. You sang? No, but I used to work for Def Jam and Interscope Records. Def nice. Jam? Yeah, that's really? how I got my start in marketing. Really? Yeah. You know Def Jam right? I, I got my first record deal because I was doing artist management. And I got my first record deal when I was 21 from EMI Records. Where the hell did yeah. you come from? Mm -hmm. You know Def Jam? From San Francisco. No. From New York, you don't know Def Jam? No. Really? Yes, you do. You're shaking yeah. your head yeah. yes. You know Def Jam. Def Jam. <laughs> now, let me ask you. Because when yeah. your kid comes to you, your son or your daughter, and they say, Dad, Mom, I'm going to be an artist. She you did. Want to, you want to be a doctor. You don't want to be a lawyer. And especially if you have a professional background. They see, my father was a contractor, so he didn't care what I wanted to be. He just didn't want me in the contract business. It was the opposite. So you grow up. How, what do you tell your kid? Because, you know, there's going to be lean times as an artist. Mm -hmm. You got a job, but there was a whole bunch of growth that you had to go through. And you got to be supportive of your kid one way or the other, don't you? Well, they ha you have to. Well, you don't have to, but no, as a you parent, you really should be supportive <laughs> because it's their life. And they have, yeah. if they can support themselves and that fulfills their purpose, by all means, do it. You okay. never told me no when I said I wanted to go to art school. But I also never said to you, I want to sell my paintings um, and be an artist because I knew I wanted to do something else with it. So I went. So what do you want to do? Right now, I'm teaching. Initially, I went to be an art therapist and met Travis. What the hell is an art therapist? That's unbelievable. What is that? Um, you know, well, I wanted to work with kids and be an art therapist, and I might still want to do that. Right now, I'm teaching. So it's therapy she, through art. She would, you would make a killing. <laughs> I used to be, uh, I did a few years of nonprofit work, and I used to work with a lot of uh, parents who have kids with disabilities. And the kids with autism, 
they went to um, an art therapist all the time, and they were charged an arm and a leg. <laughs> now, you have to understand the nature of the beast in order to be, because you have the raw talent of doing it. And like you said, there's a business behind it. So when you meet people in that trade who understand the business, this is when your whole career can change overnight. Mm -hmm. But what do you tell your, now, and, and I don't mean to be racist or anything, but if you have a son that wants to be an artist as opposed to a female, your daughter that wants to be an artist, is the conversation the same? Well, for us, it would have been the same. We just said, instead so, of going to an art school, like SCAD, we mm -hmm. suggested that she go to a university that gave her options. Because in a year, if she had said, I really don't like art, then she would have had to really find a new direction. She stayed mm -hmm. with art, and you had a second major, mm -hmm. but you had the option of if you changed your mind, right. you had mm -hmm. a big university that you could have fallen back on. Right. That was the only recommendation that we made was go to a big university to give yourself some choices. Right. Okay, now lean time, you graduate the job district. What do you do also if your kid is not a good artist. You're and I'm, not, you're I'm not trying to be school, mean. The school kind of takes care of that. <laughs> what, they tell you you forget about it? Oh, oh yeah. Look at really? the color on and that. They, it's okay. They, um, That's a 360. I remember going, I went to UF uh, for undergrad, and I came from my high school where I felt like I was the star artist. I won all the art awards. I won the Pathfinders Award. I won the Senior Award, and this and that, and the class flag, and... I thought I was the best. You thought you were the it. I thought I was, the, I was like, I'm going to do fine in art school. This is going to be great. And I got there, and there's 80 other kids that are just as good, if not better, than you. And your professor. Now, whose definition was that? Was that yours or the professor's? Whose definition? Better. To say they were better than you. Well, you get there, and you see everyone else. You're like, man, they're really good. And but they, this is your definition. Yeah. Okay. And well. they were coming from... You know, the art school's from Dreyfus and New World and Dash, and they had all this training that I didn't have at my public high school. So they came in a step ahead of everyone, and I felt really behind. And my professors, at least my first semester of college, were not the kindest in critiques. And everyone said it's a rite of passage. So once I got through to the second semester, half the, of the 80 had already dropped. And then it was much easier. But to that's the out. way the game is played. Yeah. You want to reduce those chairs. Mm -hmm. By the time I graduated, there were, I think, 45 of us. And that's a lot. In that class. Mm -hmm. It should have been less than that. It should be like 20. But so much of art, and you look here at the gallery, what Michelle does with the artists, they can paint all day. But if Michelle doesn't help get these into people's homes and mm -hmm. businesses, then you just, right, you just acquire inventory. You yeah. international business, how did you make the transition to painting? Well, I always want to be an artist, and my first ex exposition was actually one of my professors in business class. He got me into a major art gallery in New York, and I sold my first painting for like $3,800. And I said, wow, I can actually make money from art. So That was pretty good. I started doing that full-time, and uh, while going to business school, I was paying for a lot of my expenses with selling art. Now, what did you do for a living? Or what did you go to school for? Or are you working in those? Yeah, um, so I went to school um, for health and phys ed education, to be health and phys ed teacher. And I realized throughout my time in undergrad that I really had a taking to teach students with disabilities. So I'm actually an adapted phys ed teacher, which is I teach um, children with autism how to basically move their body. And like you were saying before, that like art is such a therapy 
for children with autism, it's the same thing in right. movement. And I actually have a student the other day who just started like singing, like when he was, you know, moving around the class or uh, the gym. Well, I teach in a classroom because in the city, I teach in um, the Department of Education in New York City, and we don't really have all the resources that maybe some schools in Long Island would have. So um, I teach in a classroom, and there was a microphone off to the side, and he took the microphone and he started singing and dancing. And I was like, you know what? You could do that because that's therapy for him. And you know, when these children get overstimulated, they, you know, mm -hmm. either might flap their hands for whatever reason that you know the light, this light right here, you know, it could be very daunting for a child. It could trigger somebody. Yeah. Now so, the board of education, you work under the board of ed. Yes, I work for oh, the New York City. Let me tell you something. That's a miracle. Yeah, I'm. That they very, even have funds for that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I'm so lucky. These these students, you know, they go through so many challenges. But they, you know, they give so much more than that. And um, being able to provide that for them is a service. And not many children get that. And um, I'm also an ABA therapist, which is I work one-on-one -on -one with students with autism. And we work on their behaviors and management. <coughs> How and long have you been doing this? This is my second year now of teaching. And I really have seen. Isn't yeah. it amazing? I didn't know she was coming. <laughs> I didn't know I she was coming either. I know she was coming. The only <laughs> one I knew that was coming was me. And here you have all of these coincidences. About special ed. About yeah, everything. Special and ed. it's really funny because... I used um, to do that too. There's yeah. a lot more attention being given to kids that have this. You know, in the old days, I'm talking about my old days, not yours. Mm -hmm. They used to mm -hmm. put them in the closet, give them a ham sandwich, and just leave them Get out of here. Yeah. I mean, there was oh, no yeah. special groups. Really there was no changed. groups. Yeah, they would send them off. There were no groups. There's something wrong with your kid. What can yeah. I tell you? Take care of it. Mm -hmm. And these kids happen to be brighter than the regular common person. I th and you always say you have to catch up. I truly think children with autism, they operate on a higher plane. Higher frequency, yes. Than we realize. Because oh, yeah. yeah. the, the frequency they're at, we need to catch up. Because oh, we don't understand them. It's not that they don't understand us. We don't understand the frequency that they're at. Mm -hmm. It's their high energy, right, and what's going on. And you're absolutely right. It's keeping them motivated. And if, if singing intrigues them or if art intrigues them, Whatever it is, there's something special that will resonate with them. Encourage your kid. Encourage your kid. But you know Encourage. what? That goes back to when your kid goes to school and says, I want to be an artist, or I want to be a painter, or I want to be a Encourage musician. Encourage it. Because yeah. you know something? You may have a, rim, a, rim, a Rembrandt. What's Rembrandt? That? that one. <laughs> Do you know, I used to sell encyclopedias, and I ran into a five-year-old prodigy. This is a little girl, and she was, I can't say Indian. What do I call it? Native American? That one. And I met with her, and she looked at me, and she says, would you like me to play my violin? I said, how old are you? She said, five. And she played a part. It was unbelievable. I just sat down. I could not, I just sat there, and she continued to play. She said, would you like me to play the piano? I said, honey, you can do anything you want. I called my boy and said, I'm taking the rest of the day off. And I sat there, and this little girl played. And her father, I asked him, who taught her to play? Nobody. I said, well, how does she learn how to play? She listens to the radio. She listens to music. Yeah. She has a photographic memory. And she has You wonder autism. where she is now? I wonder every day. But my goodness gracious, unbelievable. So never discourage your kid because you don't know what you got in your hands. And if you want something, isn't the want the biggest part oh, of yeah. the equation? It's true. You have, to, you, know, you have to have a passion for what you do. You know, if it's a hobby, that's a different story. But if it's your passion, mm -hmm. you know, like you <laughs> and yourself, you know, it's something to really think about. What do I want to do for the rest of my life? Or at least for now. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because you've had a few yeah. careers. 
Um, I don't know how you're so young, but you've gone from the radio to autism. Uh, I'm not to as young as I look. No. You're not 28? Yeah. Add another 10 years to that. No, stop. I was born in 80. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. No idea. Must be something in the water in California. <laughs> Let's Do take you, a, I want to take no, a quick no, commercial break. About that. Hold on a second. We got a lot of people here. We Look, always have a lot of people. You don't even tell me that my puppet was down. Your puppet's down. Do you remember when I started to do streaming with my son Gio? He was 14. When he was 15, I went to Tampa because he had to load up some equipment for me. A 15-year-old. I was, my whole life was based on a 15-year-old's mentality. So I had to play with that. So he said to me, you know, that you're nothing more than a glorified button pusher. And my 15-year-old said that. I said, really? He says, yes. I said, I bet you I pay for your school through these fingers of pushing these buttons. And sure enough, now that was before YouTube, and that was before mm -hmm. Facebook, and that was before Instagram, before all of them. We were doing it. Was I discouraged? Not at all. I saw a niche, a niche given to me by a millennial. ABC, no, it wasn't ABC. It was one of the reality companies wanted to do a show between me and my son because here I am older than him and how the two of us merged together to make this right. crazy idea. That's kind of how you and I ended oh, up here. That's how we ended up here. From that crazy idea of him and his son became you and your ex-partner. That's right. Right? It was going to be a reality show and work. Was and this just was part supposed of the show. to be part of the show. Oh, this was our job. Okay. This was okay. the job and then... I like came a in, thing. I came in all havoc broke loose, and you and your partner went your way, and me and my partner went another way, and this kind of evolved. And you made a, and she made a left, and we ended up here. <laughs> Pretty much. And she called me, you got to come, and it's been... Well, then Paula comes and takes us to a whole other level, because people go, where can we hear you? AMFM, right? That was the thing. But with internet and OTT so far-reaching that we're already with Tendance, I think, right? We're over in England, and Kenya, and where we are, that it can be streamed anywhere, you can do product placement anywhere. anywhere. You can advertise with anyone from anywhere because you can just send it, right? Well, what what, about, what it. about call to action? Like, let's use the purses, for instance, right? How, how do, because I know that you can put it anywhere. That's great. I got 10 million people following me. <laughs> I got only wish. Mm -hmm. But if you don't sell one product, then what do you really got? Are you talking on OTT or in general? In general. Well, that, that goes along with your marketing and your exposure, you know, how you advertise it and who you advertise it to. So, like you were saying, it's, it's a business and art, too. It's two different things. Right. So you have to know how to do the business part and connect with people who know how to push it for you. Because if you don't, then you're going to do well in your area. But if you want to expose it more widely, then you're going to have to have a team to help you do that correctly. To expose it, to yeah. push it out there. a team, like... Like Paula's team, the team of, that you have. Yeah, um, I have. A, I actually just hired two people, so I have a team of eight now, um, and we're expanding as we go along. But each, each of us has a niche that we, you know, our department. So everyone has a has mastered something in marketing or advertising. So, like, I don't know how to build like apps, you know. So I have my app guy who does that. Maverick does that. Do you there you go. There, there you, you go. go. So it's, it's, it's important to have uh, different people who, who understand what you're doing and be on the same page so you can um, approach it differently and do it correctly. That's why I was telling Chanel. We brought Chanel along because I need somebody at the head of the table. There's 500 things that happen here every day. Right. <clears throat> it goes in all these different di directions. There's not enough ink in the pen. So I say to her, okay, keep your eyes open. And I say, we think fast, just move with us. And sometimes she'll be standing there and say, go get a piece of paper. I've done this to you, right? Mm -hmm. 
go get a piece of paper because an idea pops up. And she did. Well, Thursday, right, we're going to be at the ex extraordinary yes. escape rooms. We're going to do it. The kids want to do a team building, so we're going on location okay. to an escape room on Thursday. So we'll do our show from there. But we're going to need about 15 different interns to go in all the different directions. And now that you've given me this new toy, watch out. What did I give you? You're giving me the ability to go in 15 different directions? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really believe, I, and truthfully, from the heart, I really believe that our, our millennials, our youth, need more opportunity. I'm not talking about guidance. I'm talking about opportunity to let them express who they are and what they do. And then we make adjustments when it doesn't work because the wave of the future is in your hands. That's really what it's coming down to. I have a, I have a 15 year old and I guess he's a generation Z, right? Yes, that's right. Um, and like a lot of, you know, like he has really good friends, but I, I've also noticed, and this is something that I'm adjusting as a parent is, you know, you know that eight, eight, eight tro uh, eighth trophy, trophy spot for kids who lose like something at school, like everyone gets a trophy or Do or you something. believe in that? I don't. Thank you. I don't. Thank we have you. this conversation all the time. Because Everybody you know, you're setting them up to fail. What about when they start going to jobs and they don't get it, they're gonna be so down. You say, Where's my you're gonna be able to take it. Yeah. So I, I you know, I'm kind of I'm very old school with my, you know, parenting, you know, I have, I have to make sure that because you can get lost you know, in that, you know, new way of doing things, you know, and I remember hearing something, I don't know where I read it or heard it, um, you know, if millennials are acting a certain way and you don't like it, it's, it's, it's your fault. You're, 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 you're entitling them too much and you're forgetting that, you know, they can do anything and everything, but can they really, you know, can they really, you know, so I said, hmm, you know, so I have to really watch how I, you know, deal with what they do, like I encourage them, but I also say, okay, well, you do your research. You know, if this is what you really want to do, um, then do your research first. And do it well, right? Yeah. You do it with commitment and passion. Do I think you can do anything? If you set your mind to it, yes, but you, if they're making the commitment to do it, exactly. and sports, right? Boy, do it. you come a long way. Right? I'm just going to stay quiet. But <laughs> I do think, I, yeah. I do give everyone trophies. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, you know what? It may no, not be no, the same. No, it could no, be no. I don't believe everybody the gets a trophy. The best one on the board. The best one a in trophy at a dance. I was smart. I was in kindergarten. I had a dance <laughs> recital, and the other girls who had been there longer kept talking about their trophies they were going to receive for having what three years of dance. And I kept. I remember telling you, I want a trophy. I want a trophy. And I only been there for one year. So at the end of the recital, mom surprised me with a trophy. But I was smart enough to know she, she bought you a trophy. She bought me a trophy just so I would fit in with the other kids. Do you know the reason? Like my son, Freddie's twenty six, going to be twenty seven, and he will tell you. I I coached him since he was six, and when we didn't win, he said it's okay. We will go get him next year. I taught him that. Now he he's going to teach his son that in order to be the best, you have to beat the best. You got to be better than the best. And until you get there, there is no trophy for second place. I mean, you can. You can get the bronze. Yeah, but what the about these special kids? And they're in adaptive classrooms. Time That's out. a little different. That, you, when you got, what, what, an Oreo cookie and a, a mint chocolate because chip. Because you know why? Cookies. Because they're not segregated anymore. And you have these special kids that are integrated into a classroom. And you've got these gifted children that are getting every word and every everything. And then you've got these other kids that can but slip honey, through the gifted. cracks. 
Okay, but so what are you going to do? You're not. You got to give the gift of the gift. But what about these special children who are put in a classroom with them? Because you will raise to the highest level. These kids will I'm be inspired. I'm not demising them. They will get whatever. What do they Listen, get? Listen, I bought my son a hundred and twenty dollars pair of spiky shoes with his name we and number on. We have this conversation on. all the time, though. I bought him shoes with his name and number on them because we didn't win. It cost me more. That plastic trophy would have cost me a whole lot less. There you have it. But I wanted him to understand that in the bigger arena. You gotta beat the best. You gotta be the best. You can't be almost best. You just can't do it. Which is why our and interns that, animated, that come here. Animated though, got up, so we in trouble now. Our how interns you, that come here, they work hard. How do you feel about that? With <laughs> he's getting ready to go leave. Ahead, go ahead. <laughs> how do you feel about that with the kids that you deal with? Do you? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of indifferent about it. Like being a very like, you know, intense athlete in college, I always made sure that you like winning. I love winning. I mean, you I, went to the World <laughs> Series two years in a row. Yeah. Did you get a ring? No, because I didn't win. <laughs> I didn't. How win does that make all. you feel? Um, it doesn't make me feel upset because of all the challenges and obstacles I did to get there, and in that in itself, it was a, a ring for me. Um, but when we talk about you know children with special needs and how do they get rewarded, I think you know rewards come from overcoming challenges, and they do that every day. So it's kind of like a celebration every single day that they get up, they come to school, and a lot of times they have difficulties in that. But, you know, it's hard. It's a hard, uh, you know, Yeah, but you, you light up when you talk about memories because yeah. you were there. Yeah. I, I'm going to wear, I got a championship ring my, yeah? Yeah, for oh. high school football. We won the state, and I got a ring. I'm going to wear it when it's bigger than my hand. <laughs> but I wore it, and I'm very proud of it. And you have I was to flaunt it. I don't flaunt it. No. That's the one thing. It's in a safety <laughs> deposit box, and I don't flaunt it as much. as. But I wore it one time in New York to show my family. And everybody on the plane knew what it was because they were from here. Yeah. And I, do I feel bad for those kids on the other side that did not win? I don't feel bad. I told them next year is another year. Mm -hmm. And they won it the following year. So. I think you just have to find your passion. And what you're doing as far as the business side and the marketing you need a team. No one can do it all alone, which is why we have usually sometimes 10 interns in here. Today we've got three or four. It's Monday. It's Monday. Tuesday's crazy. Thursday's usually we've got a full house and Friday. But you can't do everything, right? You can't paint and sell and book your shows and hang in Wynwood and be in Art Basel and still collect the checks. You can't do it all. But you get around. From what I'm hearing, when I'm reading, everybody knows your bags. I know. I started it all on my own, but I also do need a lot of help. And I have people helping me with marketing, with PR, and sales. Do you do only bags or clothes? Or I do shoes? bags, I do clothes, I do fine art, paintings. You I do, do clothes too? Mm-hmm. The dress I'm wearing, I painted. So. I was going to ask you. I love the dress. And Paula, Thank for you, you, with your full team, it takes a full team. It does. I mean, I, I decided to go on my own and um, do my whole marketing you know, company. I think it was 2012. And the year before, I did everything pro bono. I had my regular nine to five, and I did everything pro bono for one year. Tell me why. To build rapport, and to add to my resume and my portfolio. And my first um, independent client that I had was um, or got was uh, Morris Day in the Time. Um, if you guys are familiar with that, Prince, you mm -hmm. know they they were with Prince, um, and from that it went on to other clients, referrals, and then here we are today. But in the beginning, I did do a lot my own, you know, just myself, and then after a while, I got someone else, and then someone else, and now we're, we're, we're growing. And where are you heading your business? Where is it you want to go? Um, 
So it's funny because um, when I was a kid, I don't know if you, some of you, I, I don't know if you will, but uh, um, do you remember the show uh, Who's the Boss? Of course. Okay. So when I was a kid, I used to watch that show and I, and I used to see Angela, the character, and I'm like, I want to do what she does. I want to have a Bauer agency, you know? <laughs> I, I swear to you, that's what I, I, I thought to myself, and that's what I'm getting right now. And you have an agency? Yes, What I is do. the name of the agency? Uh, Reina Media. And are you bringing in new clients? All the time. All right, so why don't you tell us how people can get in touch you. with you? So you can go to ReinaMediaAgency.com, and you can see all our services, and our team, not all our, our team members are on there uh, under uh, the tab, but you can... Learn more about us and who we've worked with, our clients, and um, contact us if you know you ever need any marketing services yeah. or advertising services. Uncle, where can we find you and your bags that everyone's commenting on? Thank you. You can go to custombagdesigns.com, and you can always find me in Wynwood and all types of art markets and for a lot of your art shows. And what's your Etsy page, Chelsea? You just caught my card. Uh, Chelsea Blake Art. So people want to commission you for a record, they can yeah. do that. I'm going to commission her to do the last preface. Okay. <laughs> you got it. Stay tuned. We'll be right back in 2 and 2. I think four. we've got Airbiotics, Deb Barcelona, and we're going to keep rolling. We'll see you in a few. We'll be right back. <laughs>